This is the Future Forward Argos podcast, where we're exploring tomorrow, today, on the radio. Catch us live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. on Student Erhus Radio. What if, in the following decades, our main source of food for both humans and livestock was mainly insect-based? Can you imagine living in a reality in which the most sustainable food production method involved the harvesting of insects such as mealworms? And what's more, becoming one of our main sources of nutrition? The project Invaluable aims to accomplish exactly that, the development of a sustainable insect value chain. Its vision? Creating an industry for sustainable protein production based on mealworms. I had a talk with invaluable scientific project manager and biologist Lars Heckmann, who works at the Danish Technological Institute here in Aarhus, where mealworm research and production takes place. He talked to me about the initiative as well as why insects can prove to be so beneficial. Insects provide a part solution to the dilemma in which we are living right now, which is that we have a climate uh, crisis and at the same time we also have a food crisis. You can discuss whether it's due to distribution of food, but nevertheless we need to produce food more sustainably in the future. And as a biologist and having worked you know, with insects and other invertebrates, other critters for a decade or so, when I uh, came to, the, to DTI, short of Danish Technological Institute, I, uh, I saw that there had already been some, some, uh, some project or one project running within this context, insects as, as feed and food. And uh, together with other colleagues uh, in the department, we felt that there was, that was really motivating to carry that on. Booting this project and obtaining a grant was not a piece of cake. After all, how do you convince investors that insects are the next way to go in terms of food source? So we submitted the, the project initially in, in 2015. At that time, we had already a few projects running. Uh, and in the first run, we, we didn't get funded. And I think the, the foundation, it was still a bit too crazy for them to consider insects as food. So uh, we submitted another time in a, in a revised version. Uh, so we, we, had it, uh, we had a granted project by uh, January of, uh, 2017. Eventually, the budget that was granted for Invaluable was of 28 million krona, or about 3.3 million US dollars. While there are millions of insect species in the world, Invaluable chooses to focus specifically on mealworms due to their high potential to become industrially produced in bulk. Right now, there is very little knowledge in all type of insects in most applications, so mealworms are a good place to start. In addition, they are relatively more attractive in terms of edible potential, so to speak. We started with mealworms because compared to some of the other insects, at least in the food sector, because when you say flies, many people do not consider that as food. Uh, maggots, decay, yeah, you, you name it. So we, we looked at, okay, amongst those insects that, that, are, um, that have a, a near future in food, which of those are most easy to industrialize or to produce in bulk? Because our focus is uh, to... to um, to work with, with industry partners that want to produce at, at, at high level. You can produce, of course, crickets and grasshoppers, which are also delicious, but they just require a lot more space and they have different uh, living uh, specifications than, for instance, mealworms. Mealworms you can, you can produce almost in layers of uh, 5 to 10 centimeters, and then you can, uh, you can stack this on top of each other. And right now we're producing these layers to 3, 4 meters in height, but in the future, only maybe a decade uh, down the road, 
we might be producing this in 10 or 20 or, or more meters in height. The production of mealworms is exactly the same for both feed and food. The room in which this happens is incredibly warm, and there are steel trays upon steel trays of mealworms at different growth stages around the room, from larvae to grown beetles. Lars gives me a run-through of the process as we go around. You start with eggs from adult beetles or flies. Uh, those eggs, uh, normally you get the most consistent production if you can collect those eggs, which is not easy, but that's what we're trying to do to reduce variation so that we know we, we apply a certain amount of eggs in, in uh, production trays where eggs then hatch to larvae and those larvae then live, depending on the species, two to eight weeks in these production trays where they have the, the feed they need, they have the right temperature. At the end of that uh, phase they are then separated uh, mechanically um, where their feed or residual feed and insect frass or their feces is separated from the larvae. Those larvae are then either the bulk of them frozen and uh, made into a flower that can be used in feed or food. And, and a low percentage is, is uh, led to pupate, so becoming adults that can then uh, have the, the, the life cycle uh, carry on, so they will be the new mother culture that will lay the eggs and, and then it carries on. In terms of impact on the environment, Lars tells me that producing insects is more sustainable than the methods with which we currently produce meat. Whereas 10 kilos of feed would produce 1 kilo of meat, it would on the other hand yield 4.5 kilos of mealworms. Insects can be produced at a fraction of the resources needed for the same amount of biomass as other animals, if not more. CO2 emissions are roughly 100 times lower than for cattle. Water requirements are also much lower in the area of 100 to 1,000 fold less than for producing beef products. What could this all mean for 2050? Together with other important initiatives like uh, reducing food waste, eating less meat, insects can be part of, of a... Of a of the solution. The, 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 the challenge right now is, is however that people are not very familiar with eating insects so it's, it's far more uh, appealing to, to, to eat that meat that you're used to but it's not that different than really shrimp or, or, or something like that. We just need to, to get uh, acquainted with it and it takes time so, and I think there's a considerable amount of time until 2050 we're talking three generations or three d decades here. So, uh, so there should be a fair good chance that by, by then, uh, my children who are six and nine, for them it'll be second nature to eat insects. Maybe uh, not uh, every day, but if just we're eating insects uh, once a week or twice a week, we can do a huge difference. So here we see how there do exist food production solutions that can tackle the issue of energy and source waste if we only look more closely for them. We might not find insects very appetizing at the moment, but it could only be a matter of time. This is the Future Forward Aarhus podcast, where we're exploring tomorrow, today, on the radio. Catch us live Wednesdays at 6pm on Student Aarhus Radio. radio.